Rue, start the show! I'm Beatrice, your badass branding strategy girl, and welcome to the Art of Branding Badassery Podcast. Rue expects your best branding game. You don't want to miss out on 95% of your audience, do you? Understand your differentiation and freaking lean into it. In today's episode, I'll be tying over the last three episodes and giving you further tips on values, market research, and drawing out your real personality, not the bullshit one that society has allocated you. So let's start on values. You're looking at existing values or they don't even exist yet. Here's what to watch out for to ensure your values aren't fluffy or lacking substance. One, if your values sound generic, like buzzwords, without clear meaning. They're likely fluffy. Avoid using broad terms like excellence or innovation without defining what they mean in the context of your brand. Two, your values should hold you accountable to a higher standard. If they don't guide your decision-making process or drive your actions, they're simply empty words on a wall. Three, If your values are indistinguishable from others in your industry, it's time to dig deeper and find what truly makes you exceptional. I've kind of fallen into branding for theatre companies um, because a lot of theatre companies, for whatever reason, they know how to tell a story, but they don't know how to tell their story through branding, which is absolutely mad if you think about it because the premise is essentially the same thing how you tell your story is just about how everything appears and the morals of the story that's all it really is that's what values are there they're your morals that's what you want to to get across and finally meaningful values that resonate with your audience on an emotional level if your values fail to create an emotional bond or inspire your team and customers they won't have the impact you're looking for So what kind of considerations should we be looking at when deciding on values? First, self-reflection. Now, I say consider your personal values and the values that drive your business will have you going, B, I have no clue. I get it. Introspection is stupid hard. So it helps to talk to people around you and bounce things off that have resonated thus far or have been consistently coming up for you. Then listen to your audience and in the process of defining your values, things that are complemented about regularly. By considering their perspectives, you select far more accurately and foster a sense of ownership and community around shared values. Then your values should have lasting power. Consider how they align with your long-term vision and strategic goals. Avoid trendy values that might lose relevance over time and focus on principles that will endure. Okay, I hear you ask, but B, how does setting up values from the get-go even make a difference? Well, I got you. Imagine an agency brand known for its rebellious and edgy image. Their values revolve around challenging the status quo, embrace individuality, and breaking boundaries. 
To exemplify these values, they launch a controversial advertising campaign that challenges the societal norms and stereotypes. This campaign sparks intense debate, with supporters praising their boldness and critics accusing them of crossing boundaries. Despite the controversy, their core audience aligns with the brand values and sales end up skyrocketing among those who embrace their rebellious spirit. Stay true to your brand's values, even if it means pushing boundaries and inviting controversy. You're drawing closer your target audience and pushing away those that will only waste your time or give you the most ridiculous of headaches. So my core values, they're badassery, being a change driver, and having that passionate edginess that pushes boundaries for the juiciest of results. When it comes to market research, here's a few areas that you can dive into to get a better understanding of the market landscape. One, conduct surveys or polls on LinkedIn or ask questions on Reddit, etc. to understand your audience needs. It's asking about pain points, challenges, and what solutions they're seeking. Two, examine data on Google Analytics or platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc., to understand where your target audience spends their time and engages with content. Key thing that I like to tell people is to look at the bigger platforms and go in their comments and see what their audience is saying in their comments and see how you can answer those questions on your platform. Oh yeah. Three. Pay attention to competitor messaging, unique selling points, customer reviews, and any differentiators they highlight. Even consider what happens, what others that are doing the same in different markets are doing and their approach. Four, stay updated with Google keyword alerts, blogs, webinars, and newsletters for market trends and latest trends from industry leaders. And lastly, keep track of global and local situational updates with things like news sources, regulatory updates, economic indicators, and emerging technology that may impact your industry or your specific field. Keep in mind the pitfalls to avoid when conducting market research that can lead to a whole lot of hurt for your business. The first is confirmation bias, and that's the biggest one. Seek out different sources of information to go into research with an open mind, actively looking for information that challenges your assumptions. Don't Google search or even ChatGPT prompt, how are apples healthy for me? You're only gonna get results that have this line of thought. Instead, try, are apples healthy or what is the impact on health from eating apples to get more balanced results? And the second thing is market research isn't a to do once at the beginning and forget about it thing. It's how you stay ahead of the game. Don't be like Kodak and ignore where the market trends are heading. So you're finally washed out of the market. Subscribe to competitor newsletters or follow their blogs to stay informed about their strategies and updates. How do you use market research to choose a social media platform that fits your audience and aligns with your brand? First, 
put yourself in your audience's shoes instead of your own and go where they're active. Get into their mind. Where will they be able to show their skills in a way that's going to get them recognized? Don't think of yourself as researching them. Think of you as them. What would you do? Then use tools like Google Analytics, Facebook Audience Insights or Instagram Insights to analyze age, generation, gender, location, and interests. So you're understanding where your audience is most active. Then research the unique features and strengths of each social media platform. For example, Instagram is known for visual content, while YouTube or TikTok are more video. Lean into your strengths, be it visual, audio, or written, and what resonates with your target audience. Right, so onto brand personality. Captivating personalities have huge impact. I mean, think Elon Musk, Ryan Reynolds, Richard Branson, the list goes on. If they were wallflowers, would they really be where they are now? What should you consider when defining your brand differentiation and leaning into it to create a captivating personality? First, determine what principles and beliefs are at the heart of your brand and ensure that they are reflected consistently in your actions and communications. Damn it, better service isn't one, okay? Then consider unique brand traits or characteristics that make your brand stand out. It could be a sense of humor, a bold attitude, playfulness, etc. Well, Pinky himself came to my life by one of the biggest accidents ever. Um, me and my girlfriend were walking down the street from the grocery store. She literally spotted him on the ground next to the parking lot, just laying there as a toy. It is a part. And I wanted to leave him because I thought some uh, child must have dropped him and uh, they're probably going to want to come back and pick him up. And she insisted, <laughs> saying, No, this is a sign. You need to take him. So I did. And uh, he was just hanging out in the background, literally in the back of every call for about three weeks until I realized I have no idea what to name him. I'm an overthinker, so it will take me another uh, 30 years to just come up with a name that I will be satisfied with. So why make a decision yourself when you can just let other people decide? Sorry, highlight your unique journey, the challenges that have been overcome and the purpose behind your brand. And finally, understand your target audience intimately. If you know their needs, their desires and aspirations, you can align for a strong emotional connection. So how do we ensure that your brand personality remains consistent? Well, develop a comprehensive brand guideline that outlines your brand's personality, voice, tone, and visual elements, and share them with your team. Provide them training and workshops to make sure they align with everyone. Everyone that's touching on it has the same idea of it. Then consider your personality in messaging and visuals. From social media posts to customer emails, have checks 
or a person in charge of that in specific to make sure it all aligns. Then regularly audit and evaluate to make sure it remains relevant internally and aligned to your target audience by staying tuned to market trends and customer preferences. It's okay to draw inspiration from other successful personalities. It's absolutely not okay to just outright copy them because they're popular. Your brand should be unique, true to your values and a reflection of your own story and purpose. Freaking lean into it. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening and drop any questions you'd like answered about the show in the comments. And of course, stay badass. You don't want to miss out on 95% of your audience, do you? 